0: Welcome in to the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Hi, everybody. I'm your host, DP Sidhu, and I'm bringing you week three from training camp and a little bit of the end of week two. So a loaded podcast as uh, we continue to cover players throughout camp every single day after practice, got a preseason game um, under our wings. And, you know, while we didn't see all the players, we did see a lot from what this team could possibly offer as far as new players and, and, new, and new free agents and rookies that have joined the team this offseason. A lot of new players, and the roster went down to 85 players, so uh, still a lot of players to be evaluated as the Texans get uh, their preseason underway. Two more games, they've got Dallas on the road, they've got Tampa Bay at home, and David Culley says a lot of the players that didn't play in the first game, you'll see them. Here in the second game, and that includes a couple of guests on today's podcast, including Jordan Jenkins, Malik Collins, Charles Menehu, and Rex Burkhead, just to name a few. So we'll try to get to all those in today's podcast. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston. Stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Let's get this podcast kicked off. I know it's defense Heavy and it's particularly defensive line heavy this week. As we, I just got a lot of defensive linemen on this week's podcast. And you know what? I'm not even complaining because. Uh, it's an exciting position group to watch. I asked Lovey Smith about um, some of the D linemen this week in, in press conferences, particularly Malik Collins, who'll also be on this podcast a little bit later, and what he thinks about him. But first, let's get into this guy, Jordan Jenkins, who did not play in Week One, and you know, there's a, a lot of potential for Jenkins. He's excited to get his feet wet if he plays against Dallas. Looks like he could. He's entering Year Six. He played with the Jets his entire career and here he is with the Texans really making a name for himself. So we got into what camp looked like for Jordan Jenkins, what it's like to play for Lovie Smith, and more on the Deep Slam podcast presented by Xfinity. Jordan, I know you've been going against the same guys over and over again in camp, but how was it to get some real live game action in the preseason?
1: Uh, I mean, it, it was pretty fun, I'm not going to lie. I had uh, I was juiced up out there. A lot of the guys, like everyone was happy to go at somebody else, and honestly, a lot of the guys were hurt last year. Their season finished early, like me and a couple others. We were just happy to be out there having fun on uh, historic field, and like uh, you saw it on defense, and even off, everyone was out there cheering, running on the field, happy for one another. Like the team camaraderie here is uh, it's uh, it's 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 on point.
0: Well, I, as far as one-on-one battles go, Jordan Aiken said that you're one of the toughest guys that he's had to go against in camp. That you got to watch out when you're coming at him. You know, how have you felt about these battles in camp? How hungry have you been? Because I know you didn't last year on uh, an injury, but you know, what's it been like for you to get back out there, and how do you feel?
1: Uh, you know I'm feeling feeling pretty healthy you know I'm getting back right knocking the rust off still and uh, I just just one guys and you know I'm gonna bring it every play and I'm out there competing with everybody else you know it's uh I couldn't remember the right saying, but I'm just out there trying to work I had something had something great there it was and it's really just, good it, I'm it was sure. really good I promise you it just <laughs> slipped my mind the thunder the thunder shocked me
0: the defensive linemen, I was watching them warm up a little bit and do some drills. Seems like you guys are having a lot of fun together. You know, what is that like in the room? What's the chemistry like? It's it's such a talented group of guys and it seems like you guys are all very versatile with a lot of different experience levels.
1: Honestly, I think it's that and the level of respect that each guy has for one another in there, like they know like there's no camp bodies, like everyone everyone in that uh, in that position room are quality guys, good guys and they know it's a competition through and throughout and we embrace it and we embrace one another and we don't let all like the petty robberies anything like that go along. We just compete with one another, talk a little trash and just get along with each other afterwards and we just keep it, keep it moving.
0: You guys do look like you're having a lot of fun. What about for yourself and lovey Smith's defense? I mean, how much fun is it to play in this scheme? And and have you ever played in a scheme that's similar to it? I know you were with the Jets for your for the rest of your career. But have you been in a scheme like this for how similar, how different is it to what you've played in the past?
1: This defense, honestly, it has, there's a lot more freedoms up front than I've been a part with in the past. And uh, I mean, it's only like people talk about the whole 3-4, three, 4-3 four, four, three thing. But people forget that, uh, I mean, last season when I was with the Jets and season before that, we played more 4-3 than 3-4 anyway. So I mean, half the time when they see somebody standing up, they say, oh, he's a 3-4 guy. She's minding the three-point stance, oh, he's a 4-3 guy. I mean, it's positions are interchangeable. But this is like a big attacking style, like get after it and just bulldoze two people kind of defense.
0: So what do you bring to this defensive line group? I know you had some pretty impressive stats during your time with the Jets when you were healthy. What do you hope to bring to this group this year?
1: Man, I just hope I can just bring that same energy back and capitalize on all my opportunities out there and just be as impactful as I can be.
0: All right. And then I know you've got a lot of family here in Houston. So <laughs> have they been able to come out to camp so far? What are their plans for coming out with games? And, and how much have you been able to see them? I know camp is kind of a crazy mm-hmm. time. But have you been able to see much family so
1: far? Uh, I actually did. I uh, had to run home and grab some, uh, some dress clothes I left at the house. <laughs> and uh, like my parents live out in Richmond. So I sped home after one of the days we got down early. Ate dinner with them, grabbed my suit, left, and uh, got on the plane ready to head out. But, I mean, uh, it's going to be gonna be a great year, you know. Uh, family's going to try and come out. I think we've had, we got 30 people coming to the first game, and uh, all my family's going to try and make it out. And uh, my uncle Malik, rest in peace, he uh, passed away last week. He uh, was one of my uh, favorite supporters, loved him to death, and uh, he would have been at every single one of them if he could.
0: All right. Well, hopefully he's watching from somewhere really nice. And you know what? We'll be looking for the Jordan Jenkins cheering section at every single game. Jordan, pleasure to finally chat with you and best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Jordan Jenkins from the Houston area, or at least his family has moved to the Houston area. He's not originally from Houston, but he considers himself Houstonian since his parents live here and he's got so much family. And, And this next guest, Malik Collins, he played in Texas because the Dallas Cowboys drafted him back in 2016. He was a He was a third round pick he played um, four seasons with the Cowboys 2016 through 2019 and then last year he was with the Las Vegas Raiders had a bit of a down year because he was injured Um, he missed some games he was on IR he came back for the end of the season but just wasn't himself and now he's been healthy he's been participating in training camp he's been full go Um, and, and you know it's exciting because if you've been following training camp news uh, Malik Collins uh, looks very much the part. I asked Lovey Smith about him in this week's press conference, and Levy said he really just fits the prototype of a three-technique defensive lineman. Plus, Malik Collins has played in a four-three system before, so his transition to this defense has been a relatively easy one. He's a veteran, so once you get the verbiage down, you know he he knows what he, he what he's supposed to do in the system. But Malik Collins did not play in that first preseason game, which. You know, you could read into that what you might, but that means that, you know, he might be a pretty valuable part of this defensive line. So he might get to play here in the second or third preseason game, but, you know, I had a chance to ask him about what the transition's been like for him and what he thinks about playing for Levy Smith. Malik Collins, we were just chatting a little while ago. He's a collector of hats and cars. Well, you like hats and cars. Do you collect both of them?
2: I collect both of them. Uh, got a crazy hat collection. You know, I'm a ball guy, so I don't like showing off my head that much. You know, so I got to keep a hat on. And uh, cars, yeah, I build them in the off-season. That's my thing.
0: You build cars. OK, what's the latest car that you've built?
2: Right now, I'm working on G-Bodies. So I got an Aero Coupe Monte Carlo that I'm putting together, you know, getting it done right.
0: I wish I knew more about cars to ask you an appropriate follow-up. But I'm going to ask you about the hats. How many hats do you have?
2: I don't know. Probably about 400 or more. I could go a year without switching. Without
0: well, wearing sounds like model. you have more than a year. <laughs> so have you unpacked all the hats? First of all, welcome to Houston. You're back in Texas after a, a little time away. Yeah. Have you unpacked? What's it like being out in Texas for training camp?
2: It's good. I enjoy it um, close to home. I just enjoy being out here.
0: All right, so I have talked to so many D-linemen over camp about the transition to 4-3. But for you, it's a pretty natural fit, because that's what you played in when you were with the, the Cowboys when you first started your career. So what's it like sort of fitting back into it? And, and how different is it playing for Lovie Smith?
2: I mean, it's, a, it's it's fun playing for Lovey, you know. he uh, He's just a, he's the same guy every day. He's consistent with who he is. And um, I mean, that reflects on the players, too. We got to be consistent with who we are and who we are at practice every day and our approach to the game. So um, okay. like you said, I'm familiar with the 4-3. I'm familiar with this system. And um, hoping it's hoping it's going to pay off in the next coming weeks.
0: All right. Well, you're having a tremendous camp. And David Culley even said that you're an all-out guy, that when you're out there, you give it your all. So. You know, why is that important to you, especially in training camp? It's so hot. There's so many reps to be all out on every single rep. You know, what do you gain from it? It seems like it's rubs off on the other D linemen, Colley said.
2: Yeah, well, for me, I gain my confidence. That's my confidence, the fact that I can go out there and I can give it my all. I'm just preparing for game day. So how I look at it is it's all going to pay off when season comes. So that's the only way I know how to go.
0: All right. So tell us a little bit about your style of game. I know you're in year six. What is a guy like you, who's a veteran? What do you work on to get better in camp? Do you work on uh, your your hands? Do you work on technique? How do you get better heading well, into the season?
2: Well, with well, BK, he uh, he actually he he working a lot on me. He hounding on me about my technique, getting my foot in the ground. You know, playing with my hands, shedding blocks, etc. But for me, I come out here and I work on my get off every day. I mean, that's a big part of my game. That's a big part of playing three technique in this system is the get off. And uh, pursuit to the ball, I mean, that's everything.
0: All right, so I got to ask you about wrestling before you go, because we got like three wrestlers on this team. Justin Britt, who plays on the O-line, he said he could tell that you were a wrestler. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I wanted to ask you, could you tell, like, what does wrestling bring to your game that maybe other D-linemen might not have?
2: I could see that Britt's a wrestler, too. Uh, His center of gravity when he's blocking. You know, he got good hip bend, you know, and uh, he's not a waist bender like a lot of centers are, you know. but. yeah, I can see that. Roy Lopez is a center That's as a right. former wrestler. He say he the best, you know. But I box too, so I ain't really worried about him.
0: <laughs> well, I just want to say um, Justin Britt did say that he left his shoes on the mat. But if he were to challenge you all to wrestling, he'd probably win. But I'd like to point out your record as a wrestler as a senior. Wasn't weren't you like 48 and 48 For sure. and 0?
2: For sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Um, I still put my shoes on. <laughs> so, so he can. He said he left them on the mat, but I still put mine on in the off season. So right. we I'm
0: cannot like, Get wait to more fresh. we cannot wait to see you this season, Malik. A pleasure to meet you, and best of luck. Nice to meet you
2: too. Appreciate
0: you. Can't wait to see more from Malik Collins. Can't wait to see more from Charles Amenahu. Um We've seen him out there, um, really just um, the era rising up for him in previous years. He's entering year three, and you know he looks like a veteran. He works really hard every off season, sort of look the part, and now he's he's. Part of the, a D-line with Lovey, that, you know, he's a guy that he's going to move around all over the place because he's got position flexibility is what Lovey Smith talked about with him. And you know what? That's something I asked Charles Amenahu, you know, what What that means to him and what's that skill set? What does that skill set require to be able to move around the D-line and check out what Charles Amenahu had to say as well as his Madden He's got this fixation with Madden because he's really, really good at it. So we got into all that on the Deep Slam podcast presented by Xfinity. First of all, Charles, uh, so many people talk about this new scheme and, and what it's like making the transition, but how about for yourself? I mean, you're still a defensive lineman, but how different is it for you this time around?
3: I mean, it's obviously just a different scheme, different terminology, uh, different way of looking at how you play D-line in a sense. But uh, for me, I kind of played in a scheme similar like this in college, uh, so it's not really too crazy. Just where I'm, where I'm positioned at a little different, playing over the tight ends and, and tackles in, in, the, in the run game and then rushing inside at three tag, which I did last year. So it's a little change, but it's good. Um, I like it. Definitely a D line friendly uh, scheme that just tells the guys to go get it, go after it.
0: Lovey Smith said that you're a guy that he gets asked about a lot, and he said that you are one of the guys that he tabs as. Position flexible players. So you, you move around a lot on the line. What's the skill set that's sort of required to do that? and How much do you enjoy being able to move around like that?
3: Uh, I think it's just a, somebody that kind of um, Has a body type to to be able to handle the The, 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 the beef inside and then on the outs, but then also is agile and athletic enough to be outside and go against tackles and, and play tight ends And then also had the, the pass rush ability skill set to rush tackles or guards. So I think it's unique I um, I'm glad god blessed me to be able to do that and uh it's just it's fun i I like doing it i enjoy it Uh, the versatility is a thing that is a big thing in the league now so i'm glad uh by the coaches and all they see that i got that kind of skill set
0: yeah we like to ask players about matchups and which matchups are giving them challenges brevin jordan tight end said that you're a guy that's very hard to block out there in practice so let me ask you who's who's been a challenge for you in camp so far
3: uh i think Probably Laramie and, and, and Titus, just as far as rushing on the edge. Because it's not just me rushing at three technique. I still got to be able to <laughs> produce on the edge as a, as a five technique. So
0: tackles have been making you better throughout yeah, camp. Yeah. Let's talk about your off-season. I, I love your off-season work. You're always doing interesting things. I heard that you were doing Pilates this off-season. So how, how has that helped you and, and made you better?
3: Uh, just working on the like the little muscles that you don't really get to when you just doing the standard weightlifting. Um, definitely working on my core because that's something I think I had to continue to improve on. Um, stability, uh, things like that. Just continue to expand my workout regimen, um, tapping into different things in my body so that I can be the best athlete I can be.
0: Did you do anything else this offseason? Because you sort of knew that you were going to come into a new scheme mm-hmm. with Lovey. Did you do anything else to sort of prepare for playing a little slightly different position?
3: Uh, I mean, no, not really. Because uh, my first two years here, I kind of did the same thing. Uh played all up and down the line scrimmage, so it wasn't nothing that I didn't know I was going to do. Uh, I knew I was going to play three technique, I knew I was going to play five, I knew I was going to play six. I've done all those things before, so just continuing to sharpen up the knife for me was my biggest thing.
0: All right, so on Twitter I saw that you tweeted that you wanted to get your hands on the Madden 22 game because yes. you wanted to hand out L's, yes. but then you quote tweeted it with crying emojis, so I don't know if that just didn't go well for you. So no,
3: I, I said that I got it. <laughs> Uh, Because I was looking for it. Oh, you were happy that you got it. Yeah, yeah, so I got it. So I'm going to go ahead and download that today and kind of get an early start on it.
0: Okay. so who's the best Madden player on the team?
3: Me, by far. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. I think we're going to (laughs) end on that note. Charles, thanks so much for the time.
3: No problem. Thank you.
0: All right, let's switch gears and let's talk a little bit of offense. Rex Burkhead, he's a running back. He is entering year nine. He is from Plano, Texas. We've got a lot of Texas connections in this podcast, I'm realizing. And he's out here in training camp loves being back in texas loves being back in in the lone star state after a long stint away he was obviously best known for his career with the new england patriots started off actually with the Bengals, which is something i kind of forgot until i started chatting with rex but he's he's really uh, been a lot of fun to watch in that running backs group which is a very diverse group as it is and you know he's got some experience in the patriot system as does frank ross special teams coordinator he was with the colts last year frank ross that is and then he was a scout with New England Patriots. And then, of course, Nick Casario, uh, coming from the Patriots organization, knows a lot about Rex Burkhead. So, a lot of fun to watch Rex in camp here. And it's fun to watch guys that have come from Texas get to play in Texas because he just seems so comfortable in the heat, which I'm not sure is a very easy feat to do. But Rex Burkhead really fitting in nicely with the offense and on special teams. And here's what he had to say about how training camp has gone for him so far. First of all, I have to say, you're such a Texas pro. You're covered head to toe. you got the sleeves, you got the leggings. I mean, what's it like being back playing in, in Texas?
4: Yeah, it, it feels great. You know, grew up here, playing on Friday Night Lights. Um, you know, just something about the state of Texas. So, um, yeah, just getting used to the heat again. You know, it's good to be out here flying around with guys, and uh, you know, getting better every single day.
0: I say you're a pro because it takes a lot to wear to be fully covered in the heat, but you know that it actually keeps you cooler. Some of us still can't do it. Rex, this running backs group is such a diverse one, a lot of versatility. How how much? <laughs> <right. Coming laughs> As live you can see, in your living room. Speaking of which, very diverse uh, running backs room. How how fun has it been? It seems like it's been
4: fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, a lot of veteran guys. Of course, Mark, just right there in the interview, you know, always keep keeping things light. You know, we love competing. We love going to work every single, single day together and uh, just making each other better.
0: What about for you yourself, your skill set? You know, what do you think that you can bring to this offense? You do a lot both in the running and the passing game, but how do you think you can make this offense better?
4: Yeah, just do whatever I can to help the team. Um, you know, use my versatility, uh, whether it's in the pass game, the run game, you know, blocking, whatever that is. Um, you know, just put myself in positions to help this team be successful.
0: And on special teams you've done so much in your career on special teams and and Frank Ross special teams coordinator said that you guys came from a similar coaching tree I know you've never actually played for Frank Ross But how much does that really help you in in adjusting to the special teams? Yeah,
4: you know, it definitely helps having some familiarity and uh, he does a great job You know just teaching the techniques making sure we're on our little details and uh, coming out here ready to go every single day
0: all right, so it's game week, preseason's coming up, especially for running backs to get the pads on and to actually have some game action and on special teams. How important is it going to be, and what are you looking for personally to accomplish in these preseason games?
4: Yeah, you know, just making improvements, you know, whether that's from the first day or the second day in camp and then going out there and executing. Um, you know, that's when really when, you know, it shows what you're made of, show what you can do, and uh, getting out there and getting those live game reps and, uh, you know, seeing what we can do as a whole.
0: All right, I see your little kids are running around yeah, here as well. Yeah. How much fun have they, they had watching like you at camp? It.
4: Oh, they, they love it. You know, last year with COVID and everything, they couldn't come out to practice. So this year they're out here running around. We're working on handoffs, tosses, and, uh, you know, they're having a great time. They're
0: getting better every single day. Rex, thanks so much, always a pleasure. Absolutely, thank you. All right, good stuff from Rex Burkhead as well. It's a little bit of Mark Ingram thrown in there by accident. And uh, let's get to our final guest of this podcast, Kamu Gurje Hill, a linebacker. He's from Hawaii. And uh, he's uh, he's been a lot of fun to actually watch in preseason games because I think pretty much everybody on this podcast had not played in the first preseason game, but Kamu did. He played a little bit over 50% of the snaps, had a couple of tackles for loss. He had a quarterback hit. I see him out in practice. He's he's uh, really done well with this linebackers group. In fact, the other day I wrote about this in my notes and quotes. He had a really great pass defense in the red zone area, stopped the touchdown, but then was really, I saw him drop to the ground and start doing pushups because In my um, intimation of what was going on, it looked like he was upset that he didn't actually hold on to the ball and get the interception. So he prevented the touchdown. He wanted the pick as well. So I know that's something that's obviously really important to Levy Smith's defense, getting takeaways. By the way, they're not called turnovers, according to Levy. They're called takeaways because he feels like it's opportunistic. It's not waiting for the offense to turn the ball over. It's taking the ball away, so just thought I'd throw that in there. But anyway, Kamu Guru-Jay Hill doing some nice things. Hopefully he gets some takeaways here in the preseason and in the regular season like the rest of Lubby's defense. I had a chance to catch up with him and ask him what it's like moving to Houston and playing for the Texans. Kamu, um, I know you had said you always want to play football in Texas, so now that you're here, I mean, it's a little different from Hawaii, yeah. but how are you liking camp so far? I
5: love it. I love it, you know coming out here being with the guys again and, and just you know the team we got the locker room we have right now is something special so I'm loving it.
0: All right, you get to play in Lubby Smith's defense, mm-hmm. which I know you were super excited about this off season. How has it been for you so far acclimating this defense? I know it's a very linebacker friendly defense, mm-hmm. so how is it for you?
5: It's good. I mean, there's a lot of learning curves and, you know, with any defense uh, any new system, you got to go through the growing pains, but I mean, we're loving it. We're flying around out here. We're uh, making plays, so I'm loving it for sure.
0: It's year six for you. Year six, Mm -hmm. right? So year six for you, have you ever played in a defense similar to this? I know you've played for a lot of different teams in the
5: past. Yeah, no, not at all. This one this one is very, like you said, linebacker friendly. We we get to kinda just you let your character show a little bit and, and they allow you to kind of just be the player you are.
0: All right, and tell us a little bit about what your character looks like. Mm-hmm. What sort of player are you on the field? What do you bring to this linebacker?
5: I love to just fly around. I think, you know, I, I take my speed to the game. Um, I take pride in, in being a really good coverage linebacker and um, just just flying around the field. So we got a bunch of guys that can do that um, in the room too. So, I mean, it's going to be a fun year.
0: All right, you said you're a speed guy, so I'm intrigued. How do you work on your speed, and, and when did you decide that that was going to be? Uh, your thing, were you like a big runner or something growing
5: up? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I just, once I got to college, I just, people were beating everyone in races. And I was just like, oh, okay, you know, that's the strength of mine. So, uh, you know, you just kind of grow around that and just the more you play the game, you, you learn, you know, just more about yourself and ways you can better yourself during the game.
0: I know you have so many teammates across the league that you're now friends with and know about. So I want to ask you about a few of them. Kaimi yeah, Baron, yeah. another fellow Hawaiian. How cool is it to be on the same team with it's
5: him? It's actually crazy because me and Kaimi were, went to we're same class and um, played a rival high schools together. So during high school, we played each other like six or seven times, but we actually never like hung out or anything until now. So it's kind of cool to, to finally be with him and, and, you know, build that friendship.
0: I bet you guys know so many people people in common, right? Oh, because yeah. it probably wasn't a big yeah. fraternity of guys.
5: Exactly. And like, the you know, Hawaii, it's it's not as small as you think. But like, the Hawaii sports and like the professional athletes in Hawaii all kind of band together. So um, we, we definitely have uh, mutual friends.
0: All right. So it's a lot of new guys that have joined this squad. But you mm-hmm. actually played with Shaq Lawson this mm-hmm. time last year with the Dolphins. So mm-hmm. what's it like joining a team where there are so many new players? Yeah.
5: It was cool. I mean, having Shaq here too definitely helped. Um, you know, because we already had that friendship and that bond from last year. But I mean, like like I said, this locker room is special. You know, from the second I came in, we all just kind of clicked. We all, you know, came in OTAs. We we're having barbecues and hanging out with each other and doing all kinds of things. So um, it's been it's been fun. All
0: right, tell me a little bit about your volleyball career. I heard you're really, good, career. you're really good. You're a really good volleyball player in Hawaii. How does that help you as a linebacker? Does it help you?
5: I don't think it helps. It's just something. Definitely. It's just one of those things. I mean, growing up, like me and my family, we would always go to the beach and just. Pop up volleyball nets and we just play. So then when I got to high school, I was just like, I might as well try. And you know, it's fun. Actually, my it's funny because my setter for uh, in high school is the setter for the Olympic team now. So yeah, so it's kind of cool cool. cool to see him do his thing. Um, But it's fun.
0: I want to push for you to be on that Olympic volleyball team. (laughs) I feel like you still, you know, the D line group used to play four square in camp a long time ago. I feel like you need to push for uh, a volleyball. I think you, you know, you'd be a stand We
5: need to bring that back.
0: all right. How about preseason? I know it's just around the corner. You get to see some game action with this defense together for the first time. What are you looking to sort of accomplish in these next few games?
5: I think, like I said, like you know, we're going through some growing pains and we're just learning the defense. And I think just um, having actual preseason games and you know, you get you get a little monotonous going against each other and it's kind of boring. So, you know, going going um, against another opponent and, and get, kind of just letting the defense play out and and seeing some new things and letting the scheme do its thing um, um, and just playing is going to be fun.
0: All right, looking forward to it, Kamu. Always a pleasure and look forward to seeing you the rest of the year. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right. That's going to do it for this jam-packed Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. I'll have another week's worth of interviews straight from camp next week as camp wraps up on the 26th and then we'll get into the regular season. We'll be in regular season mode. So we'll have a Deep Slant every single week. They may be a little bit longer because they won't be coming right off the practice field in 100 degree heat. And I'll also be doing enemy sidelines with whoever we're playing that week get the opposing team reporter. So we'll be back in regular season mode in just a couple of more weeks. Uh, but until then, it's really fun to just talk to players every single day after practice because they're a lot shorter interviews, but, you know, it's fast and furious. We get to talk to a lot of different players and probably be talking to a lot of these players once the season gets underway as well. So in the meantime, if you are watching preseason games, to see some of these players out there, I encourage you to check out Texans Unlimited presented by Verizon. uh, You can catch it on the Texans mobile app. You can check it out on HoustonTexans.com or Facebook or social media. It's our digital pregame show, and we show you a live look at the field. You don't really get a pregame show anywhere else like ours. We answer fan questions, and, you know, we have a a lot of fun with it. And Wade Smith, former Texans offensive lineman and pro bowler, he's been hosting with me here this preseason because Drew Doherty is – on the road, he is hosting, he's doing sideline reporting for ABC 13 and Mark Vandermeer and Andre Ware, of course, and John Harris bring you the game on Sports Radio 610. So you can catch the game 7 p.m. on ABC 13, the preseason games it is, and you can catch me on the pregame show beforehand. And you know what? You can check out HoustonTexans.com for all of it. So be sure to do that. But for now, thank you so much for listening to the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Uh, stay safe out there i know it's a crazy world we live in right now so stay safe out there can't wait to see fans though back in the stadium once games begin and return here to energy stadium but in the meantime thanks for listening and as always go texans